Welcome back, Richard. It's it's good to see you. Hey, good morning. Uh, Merry Christmas. Fine, fine, frigid Christmas morning. <laughs> what is it with this weather? It is freezing cold. It's below thir- uh, below yeah. forty for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cold out, and and if it's really cold here, you know it's really cold everywhere else. So um, we feel right. for those folks up uh, in the northern states that are um, probably. Uh, well, hopefully inside in a warm place right. inside, because um, it's pretty cold. Yeah. So, um, but it, but but happy Christmas, and we are, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk a little bit about Christmas this morning, right? As it turns out, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's it's fitting for this time of year. It's it's our our last podcast of of 2022, and um, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about Christmas and and, mm-hmm. and a, a phenomenon called. Uh, cognitive dissonance and so we'll talk about that in just a little bit but um but yeah Yeah, we are going to talk about the psychology of christmas that's right how's that for juxtaposition um it is christmas eve as we as we uh record this and uh christmas eve of course is a time um this is the last beginning of the last week of the year so regardless of your uh beliefs or christians and non-christians alike this is the time of year where we sort of pause and think about the year that is, is ending and the year that's about to begin. Um, yeah. And there's and it, a lot it, of things from this year that, you know, is completely unresolved. I mean, you know, a lot of things from this year that are going to just carry over to next year. Um, right. Yeah. And it, 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 many of those, you know, respiratory diseases and the war in Ukraine and all these things remain remain unresolved many of them remain unresolved and yet you have this feeling you have this feeling that we're we're through the worst part of it we're through the dark ages of this this mini dark age as i call it and that brighter days ahead and brighter days are ahead that next year is going to be a little bit better i don't think it's wishful thinking i think that things there's just this feeling that things are a little bit better this year than they have been the past couple of years got to think about brighter days and it made me think about this week, what struck me was the winter solstice and Christmas occur within days of each other. And the winter solstice is the shortest day of the year, the, the least right. amount of sunlight, December 21st. It's this um, universe event that's um, um, uh, the, the galaxy. Right. Um, as it turns out, we shortest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere is December 21st and right. the start of winter. But it's the shortest amount of daylight is that day. Right. And then a couple of days later, you have this festival of lights, this, this right. holiday that's celebrated with lights. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. Darkness and light and the contradictions between the two. Um, if you want to. Um, and so I thought darkness and light. Here's this contradiction. Right. Mm-hmm. And isn't it interesting that the shortest day of the year is followed by this festival of lights? But it, there's no accident that these two things happen together. This, these, these contradictions, these two things, that all of a sudden at the end of the year you have the winter solstice and Christmas, darkness and light, occurring within days of each other. And then we stumble on this article, and I mean stumble, mm-hmm. called the psychology of Christmas and its contradictions. And yeah. I thought, now what is this about? Because you and I have never really talked directly about the psychology of Christmas. We talk about how people struggle during the holidays and that sort of thing. But I thought, what in the world is this psychology of Christmas? Right. And and we, we, 
are thinking about it because as the the title of the article suggests there is there are these contradictions you know on, on one hand it, it's a a very you know from the religious perspective it is a very holy day where you're you're, you're celebrating and recognizing the, the birth of, of Jesus mm-hmm. but at the same time it's it's a, a secular event it's a you know you think about Santa Claus and you think about um you know Christmas gifts and, and all of these kinds of things and so on one hand you have it as a, a holy day and then on the other hand you have it as a holiday that's and, right and, and we always struggle with that don't we is it this or is it this right mm-hmm. yeah and so when we have these sort of these differences in the way that we're um, thinking, these contradictions, this is where it comes to the the phenomenon called uh, cognitive dissonance. And and the idea here is that when we have two sort of opposing ideas in our mind um, and our, in our thoughts, and and we're, we're sort of battling between the two because they, they clash against each other. They don't, they Mm -hmm. don't mesh very well. Um, And Mm -hmm. and this, this time of year is a, is a, wonderful example of of how this can happen. That's right. Yeah, Christmas creates this cognitive dissonance. Okay. In fact, you even see it within the the religious, if you think of Christmas as a religious holiday, um, there's even dissonance within that. For for example, the date, you know, why December 25th? And there's all kinds of, was it really December 25th or was it another date? And then you have this whole thing about, wait a minute, these are a bunch of Jewish guys. I mean, this is a Jewish family, right? Right. Um, Mary. So it, it has its roots in Judaism, which is also a kind of, how do you get from Jewish to Christian? And then this whole idea about the wise men, why were they involved? So there's a lot of contradictory information, even within the religious um, uh, silo. And then when you talk about the Christmas as a secular event, it's celebrated differently in almost every country. Right. I mean, we have... In some countries, we have St. Nick with those customs. In other countries, Kris Kringle. In other countries, Santa Claus. Right. So even within each one, we have these contradictions. And whenever the brain is, is uh, confronted by contradictions, it tries to sort it, tries to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and therein lies the problem. It's when you try to resolve the cognitive dissonance that we start to encounter psychological difficulties. And one of the, and, and that's what we're going to talk about today is how Christmas does that to us. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we, we have these different, um, you know, we could, we could spend time talking about the, the tradition or the history of, of Christmas right. and how we got to this date. And most likely, of course, the date was focused on because of, because of the, the winter solstice and because of, um, you know, for many cultures, uh, especially the Romans, you know, the um, the winter solstice was seen as the beginning of the new year. Right. And, yeah. And, and that's what you have to remember that, that, you know, long before we had Christmas, we did have this astrological event called the winter solstice. And people around the globe, uh, you know, even northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere, but in the northern hemisphere, people had celebrations at about this time of year, because it was the end of one season and the beginning of another. That, that's just an astrological event that occurred m- millions of years before we ever thought about Christmas. Okay, so, right. so there is this event called the solstice, which people celebrate. Right. Yeah, a- absolutely. And so, you know, as um, as customs and traditions spread, um, right. and, and as the, the idea of 
the, the religious perspective Christianity spread, um, you know, as is as is typical with most uh, of these kinds of cultural influences that spread, um, they begin to incorporate into local and, and regional customs. And so as people were celebrating Yule and, and the winter solstice, um, this celebration of Christmas became part of that. And so it all started to happen around the same time um, uh, of the year. And so, again, the, the idea of this, this dissonance meaning that, you know, this is a particular day that is celebrated and, and recognized, but at the same time, in, you know, scholars, and, and we, we kind of know that, you know, it, it's, not, it's not actually Jesus's birthday. Um, it, it's just the day that we, we choose to recognize that's right. It had to be selected. I mean, there were no records kept. You know, there were there were no documents, no birth certificates. Um, at the time, uh, Mary and Joseph were an insignificant uh, teenage couple. You know, um, mm -hmm. having to have their first baby. Um, so, so December twenty fifth was an arbitrary date. You know, the the and the Romans happened to control the most of the, of the Mediterranean at the time, and so they said, okay, well, what date do we choose? And so the church. Uh, one of the popes designated December 25th. They just plucked it out of thin air, but it cor corresponded with the winter solstice, this other very significant event that was celebrated at the same time. But it was celebrated everywhere. You know, right. the, the idea of Yule, this whole thing about Yule tide. Well, Yule is a custom that was was celebrated in, in Northern Europe, in Germany and, and uh, the Scandinavian countries. And so, all these things get incorporated into what we today call Christmas, but but it's sort of this collection of customs that are all coming together around the time of the winter solstice. Uh, absolutely, and so you know, all of this evolved over lots and lots of time, right? Hundreds, Hundreds of thousands, a couple thousand years, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 so. You know, I, I think that as we think about this and we we kind of expand it just a little bit and we're thinking about this this cognitive dissonance and um what ha what's happening even in, in our cultural and political and, and and social climate right now, mm -hmm. we see this significant difference um and discrepancy between the religious perspective and the and the Right. secular perspective and we have right. it's almost creating this this chasm between um two groups mm -hmm. and and i think christmas is a wonderful example of where those two things can come together right um, and we can take some of those um you know religious beliefs those those beliefs based in faith mm -hmm. um and and combine them with beliefs and and perspectives that that are the day-to-day -day lives that we're living and, and what we're doing in our, um, with everything else that in our lives, you know, on our day-to-day -day right. basis. Right. And so what we create, what the result of that is that by about 13 or 1400, Christmas had become this dominant holiday, at least in Europe, because Christianity was the dominant religion. And so Christmas becomes this very important holiday. And many of our traditions that we celebrate today can be traced back to this time, the 13 and 1400s. I was struck by a Boxing Day. You know, what is Boxing Day? Well, at this time, Boxing Day was, occurred the day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. and, and it was a tradition where the 
the rich people gave their servants um, extra food and little right. gifts, you know, kind of as a thank you um, on the day after Christmas. And so that tradition holds today. Um, and so, and then when the British empire took over, when, you know, England became the dominant country, then their traditions of Christmas became dominant. And that's what we've inherited. We've inherited the British traditions because we're British colonies. All you have to do is go to Disney World and you'll see Victorian Christmas. I mean, that's what we think about. Top hats and gloves and Christmas carols. Those are all English, those are all the English traditions and we happen to inherit those. So what we inherit is a blend. Christmas is a blend of cultural differences, of belief systems, and of myths. Santa Claus is a myth. Okay, we, these are, but they're our myths. Okay, and so we have this shared culture, these shared myths, and they're important because they bind us together. They're what make us. Uh, they, they make us similar to each other, and we tend to protect our myths from the myths of others, okay? Mm -hmm. And so that's where we get this split between Christians and non-Christians or uh, this uh, denomination and this denomination. What, what do they do? They're arguing about their myth, their belief systems, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what we argue about. And that's what's created. This cognitive dissonance is created because we all have different belief system, different myths about Christmas. And where do we see that? Yard signs that say, keep Christ in Christmas. Okay. That's, that's a particular viewpoint that some people have, but not everybody shares, right. but we don't need to argue about it. Right. And, and that I think is the issue is that, yes, we have cognitive dissonance because the way Christmas has evolved over several thousand years, beginning with the winter solstice. Right. And what, what we have to recognize is there's absolutely nothing wrong with recognizing that Christmas is both a religious event and a secular event. In fact, it started as a secular event with the winter solstice. Right. It has now become also a religious event that's tied to the birth of Christ. Right. But it is both. But it is both. It, it is both. And, and if you if you look at again, the, the big picture that we've been talking about, you know, it's religious and secular. It, there's, mm -hmm. it's the, the, the longest night of the year and it is the celebration of light. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's celebrated by those that are uh, Christian and it's celebrated by those who are not Christian. Uh, right. So it's, it's, it's part of our cultural system. It's part of a belief system. It's part of a, as you said, a myth that has just evolved over these last thousands a couple thousand years right um, it's just shared from generation to generation and even if you look at individual families they they all celebrate Christ, uh, christmas a little bit differently right and um and so when you think about these these <laughs> sort of this cognitive dissonance and and as you said you know we should we should really find um the importance of the connection and the similarities and and the um, common beliefs that we have, instead of focusing so much on the on the um, on the differences, mm -hmm. on, on the um, on, on those opposing views, because those are relatively minor. Uh, there's relatively few. It's just you know little details here, little details there about what their focus is. Um, but recognize that this isn't black or white. It's not 
you're doing it the right way or you're doing it the wrong way. It's just a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. There are no Christmas facts. <laughs> a, you know, everybody agrees that December 25th is an arbitrary day. We, what do we have? A belief system. We all agree to celebrate on December 25th. Right. right. And so that's, a, but that's a belief system. And, and it's okay that Christmas is both secular and religious. One needn't be dominant. Um, and that, because that, that really is the way the world is, that, that um, the only problem we get into with Christmas, whether it's our version or somebody else's version, is if we introduce, if we run into, if we inc get this idea of binary thinking, that it has to be one or the other. And psychologists call that splitting, you know, splitting the world into us and them, or Christian and non-Christian, or religious or secular. The problem with cognitive, where cognitive dissonance becomes a problem is when it causes us to try to reconcile things by using what he, what this writer calls erroneous thinking or flawed thinking. And one of those things is a defense mechanism called splitting. Right. I, I think, and I think that this really comes into play um, and, and not that we're going to get into politics here. Um, you know, we are talking about religion and then we're going to talk about politics. <laughs> not a Christmas two, of the, two of the three big no-nos. Um, right. But, right. Uh, but, but it, this really comes to bear in, in, in political things because um, you know there are those you said you said us versus them Christian versus non-Christian uh, Republican versus Democrat right those are that is now a, a a magnified dichotomy that um and, and they do not you know many times people in those in either of those camps do not want to overlap with the other camp that's right and so it it really becomes a problem when you see it as all or nothing, and then there's a a particular you know a particular issue or a particular concern that your your inherent belief is consistent with the other camp. Right. You know right. you can you can have very um, very conservative perspectives when it comes to some you know most aspects of of our life here in the United States. But then have a couple of ideas that are very, very liberal based. Uh, and and right now, people are really struggling with that because, again, that dichotomy, that cognitive dissonance where well, I can't believe that way because I'm, you know, that's a, you know, that's the belief of a liberal and I'm not a liberal and I'm, you know, I, I'm conservative. So I have to believe this other. And, and that that um, that dissonance is really challenging for a lot of people to, to sort through and, and to manage. Right. That's right. And and that's what we have to be careful of, is that we don't move in that direction of binary thinking of right. it has to be this or it has to be this. I have to be a Republican and do it doesn't matter. Christian, Republican, right. um, white or black, doesn't matter what the difference is. When we start to divide the world that way, right. no matter how we do it, we need to remember that that is flawed thinking that can lead to pretty serious consequences. <laughs> no, very serious consequences. One of them is war. That's why people fight wars. Yeah. They fight wars because of their 
because of their myths, because of their belief systems. Okay, right. that's why people kill each other in battle. I, it makes me think of um, when you talk about shared myths. There's a famous story from World War One, where the soldiers started singing "Silent Night" mm -hmm. and Christmas Eve. They left their foxholes, they left those trenches, mm -hmm. and went out and spent the night playing um, soccer with each other. The, these right. there were enemies. Well, the commanding officers were were dismayed, put them back in their trenches. The next day, they started killing each other again. Right. But the European soldiers had this shared myth yeah. system called Christmas. And even in wartime, they were able to celebrate. It's a famous, famous scene. There are movies made about it. Right. And so, um, so and what we so what we want when we try to resolve these inherent contradictions is think in terms of both and rather than either or. Right. Okay. It can be both. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one more one more um, area of cognitive dissonance that I think related to this time of year that I think we should focus on for a few minutes before we before we end today is the cognitive dissonance associated with really just the way that we think about this time of year. Um, right. You know, what we've we've been talking about it as a, a celebration, a, um, you know, the, the festival of lights, the, a time when family comes together and, you know, <laughs> celebrates together and spends time together. Um, but for millions of people, this time of year is extremely difficult. Right. <laughs> this time of year is, is, is sort of known for, you know, really churning up and in, in, in experiencing a lot of you know, depressive symptoms and anxiety. And, right. in, and in fact, there, there is a, a, a mental health condition referred to as um, seasonal affective disorder. Right. That is, that is profoundly present this time of year because it's a shorter time of year. You know, it's, it's, right. it's a condition where people feel experience some depressive symptoms as a result of that decrease in light um, and that mm -hmm. decrease in, in sunlight that, um, that comes about this time of year. And so, you know, while, I, while on one hand, this is supposed to be a time and, and we all sort of hold it in our mind that this is a time of year where we're supposed to be um, happy and we're supposed to be enjoying our time at the same, you know, concurrently, right at the same time, we're also experiencing a lot of distress and we're, we're, you know, not looking forward to it. We're not wanting to go out to the stores right. and go mm -hmm. shopping and, um, you know, you need to go to the grocery store and it's like, wow, you know, I don't want to go because I know the crowds are going to be out there. And um, it's like, you feel a little bit more confined because you don't, you either have to go out and battle, um, you know, the, the crowds or you have to stay home. That's right. right. And, and mm -hmm. so you have all of these, these contradictions and, and things happening at the same time around this time of year. And it's really difficult for, for a lot of people. Right. And it is a contradictory time because of the way Christmas has evolved over time. You know, what do all the cards say? Joy, uh, happiness, Merry Christmas, you know, yes, that, but we also have millions of people who really struggle at this time of year. Uh, for various reasons right. and so you have this odd juxtaposition of opposites um, mm. and that's what made us think about solstice and christmas uh, darkness and light um, at the end of this article um, he said you have to be careful not to not to engage in binary thinking the the us them mentality and he said the goal for overcoming that mm -hmm. is to think in terms of yes and yeah, it can be this and this, whether it's a religious holiday or a secular holiday, 
Christian or Jew, doesn't matter. It's yes and. And as it relates to Christmas, we have these contradictions, um, but we can embrace both the spirituality of the holiday as well as all of the modern traditions that have grown up and have evolved around what is now both a religious event as well as a secular event. Right. And so, Absolutely. And so he ends with, I wish you a Merry Christmas and happy solstice. Right. Because it is both. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that recognizing that you can have both at the same time right. is, is what, what the bottom line is. You know, that's what, that's what we're really getting at today is that you can have, you know, two people can have different, uh, mm. uh, different mm. views on things, but still get along and, and ha- have a good relationship, you know, right. you, within yourself, you can, you can hold two beliefs in in your mind at the same time you know uh right. jean piaget one of the one of the famous uh developmentalists and and cognitive right. uh, theorists you know he talked about that we developed that skill very relatively early in life where we can hold two opposing views in our mind at the same time and and hold that they're both true that's right we we can have two truths i mean young children don't know that you know an eight-year-old doesn't know that you can have two truths but yeah as we as we get older and our brain matures you know, we know that it can be this and this. It doesn't have to be either or. Though our brain is constantly trying to get us to resolve that, right. we don't know to resolve it with an either or. We can resolve it with yes and. And I think Christmas is a perfect, you know, we all want to go shopping, but we hate to go shopping because of the crowds and the traffic and all that stuff. So it's a bundle of contradictions. Right. But let's celebrate both. Right. Let's let's go ahead and do both. And every there's enough room for everybody to celebrate this holiday. Absolutely. So (laughs) I think that's it for today. Uh, And really, I guess that's it for 2022. That's it for Um, 2022. The contradictions. The next podcast that we will have will be uh, posted on January 1st, 2023. Well, another year slipped by. That's right. It just flew by. Okay. So, all right. So that's it for today. Um, we wish you all a, a, a Merry Christmas, a, a Happy Solstice, a Happy New Year, um, a Happy everything, anything that you're celebrating. Um, embrace all of it. You know, this is a good time. Don't either or embrace all of it. It's all it's all worthwhile. Absolutely. So until next time, stay happy, stay healthy and forget to be afraid. <laughs>